Welcome everyone to 451 Degrees on the Unsafe Space Network. And man, do I have a doozy for you today. Uh, but first off, uh, Book Club is this Sunday, The Satanic Verses by Salman Rushdie. It's, that's October 2nd at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. And our next one is going to be Slaughterhouse-Five by Kurt Vonnegut. Very good writer, very good book. And that is on October 30th at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. So our censorship quote for the week uh, for this episode is, if all printers were determined not to print anything till they were sure it would offend nobody, there would be very little printed. And last episode's quote was by Heinrich Rhein. So uh, let's talk about who got banned from things in the last couple of weeks. PayPal banned Free Speech Union, The Daily Skeptic, and Toby Young. Russell Brand's YouTube channel got its first community strike. Uh, and for it's, it was for a bit of misinformation that he then corrected in another video, uh, but then they, they struck him anyway for it. Um, and this came after Brand launched his live streams on Rumble. So it could be slightly retaliatory. I mean, timing on that. Also, uh, we got banned. Unsafe Space got banned uh, <laughs> for a week. We got a community strike on YouTube and we're unable to post or upload or live stream for a week. But I am going to talk a little bit more on that later. Me, I got banned temporarily on Twitter today. But that's what you're here to find out about. So let's talk about the news first. Uh, so first off, Activision banned over half a million Call of Duty players for being regular old Call of Duty players. Uh, because I don't know if you've ever played that game, but it is a cesspool. Uh, but that's what I expect. Maybe Activision's strategy of coming out with bog standard shooters every year that are hits and misses in alternative years has gotten kind of boring for them. So they decided to shake things up. I don't know. Uh, fact check, fact checking. Oh, sorry. This one is just so funny. It makes it, it makes it hard for me to say it. Fact checking companies are bitching that they keep getting hit with lawsuits. World's smallest violin, guys. <laughs> uh, YouTube has censored over 120,000 videos for mis uh, for information they don't like by deleting those videos. And more on that specifically with us, they've also deleted comments. So if something disappears on this platform, assume first that YouTube took it down because despite the you in their name, it's really about them. It's really ironic then that Susan Wojcicki, however you say her name, I'm never gonna be able to pronounce her name because I'm an obvious racist, said that she wants as much free speech as we possibly can on the platform. Well, that's just laughable. She blames advertisers possibly pulling out for limiting speech, but that doesn't make sense since Alphabet owns internet advertising. They could throw their weight around to prevent any advertisers from pulling out. They, they basically have a monopoly on it. So I don't understand why they couldn't just go, well, no, uh, we're not gonna police any speech on our platform. It's really stupid. There is no sound. Are you sure? 
Can you, you could hear me, right, Beverly? <laughs> just want to make sure. You have, you have sound? Okay. <laughs> I just saw that and it freaked me out for a moment. All right. Uh, let's now talk about Facebook. Facebook has censored posts around 9-11 about the falling man photos. Um, the Richard Drew photograph is, yes, intense, but also an important moment of recent history that Facebook probably should have left alone. This is another sign that these more generalized rules are unhelpful and stifle free speech. In relation to this, a meta oversight board has stated that Facebook's automated censorship system for images is broken and harming free speech. And I agree. So that's an internal board at meta saying that the system is broken. You love to see it. <laughs> Instagram falls. Oh, false checked 9-11, a 9-11 photo about former President Donald Trump, wherein he is being interviewed near the site uh, at, of 9-11 back in 2001, within days of the attack. Yes, he was there, despite what the meta-narrative checkers may say. Okay, people are saying they have sound. Good, 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 good. <laughs> yeah. Modern left. I will put that one on the screen because that's a good one. Uh, Sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will always murder me. <laughs> uh, it's not pulling up all the chats again. Yeah, that's uh, that's really weird. I don't, I don't know why it's doing it. All right. <laughs> Facebook also blocked all ads for the Holocaust film Beautiful Blue Eyes and... Now I just want to see it. They claimed racism, which doesn't really make any sense. They also blocked all ads for the breastfeeding clothing brand, the B-shirt for nudity. That never happened. Uh, pretty ridiculous. Uh, and then in mainstream media, MCNBC, MSNBC, have less letters in your name, <laughs> continues its bias when hosts Mehdi Hassan said it was too dangerous to cover both sides. Too dangerous indeed to their to total control of the narrative. We know why. Now what is the government doing? <laughs> a judge has ordered Fauci, and this one's kind of a mixed bag of good and bad from the government, because we have a very big government in the U United States. A judge has ordered Fauci and the White House press secretary to turn over communication with social media companies. And even though this case has been in discovery for a while now, they are obviously dragging their feet. It's clear that this is because what everyone knows is true. They asked social media to censor and they know that's illegal and they don't want to be held accountable for that. Hilariously, Jean-Pierre, or however you say her name, said she couldn't comment and then went on to comment because she's just that good at her job. <laughs> it's the yes, but actually no meme in action. House Republicans want the Biden administration to hand over any censorship demands made of Facebook and Twitter. But since we literally saw them do so in a White House press conference, I'm not sure what they're looking for. It's that more of the same. In the Senate, though, Democrats used hearings to tell big tech they weren't censoring enough, which I tell you is a violation of the First Amendment. The Biden administration wants to change liability for tech platforms, which I imagine is just a way to cement those platforms at the top. 
he also, along with Democrat senators, has demanded that big tech censor more, again, violating the First Amendment. DHS is going after gamers for extremism, spending nearly three quarters of a million dollars to investigate if gamers who like blowing shit up in the virtual world want to blow shit up in the real world. The DHS could just pay me to answer that question. No, the answer is no. Shit, now they won't pay me. <laughs> A judge has recently suspended the law that prohibited people from filming police officers within eight feet in Arizona, and I found the law to be a bit too broad, so I'm happy about this one. California got a California as Newsom signed a new censorship bill for the internet. Seriously, people, get out of there. On the opposite statewide, you know, side, a court has upheld Texas's anti-censorship law for social media. This is turning into a bit of a Gordian knot for social media companies now. And for the big ones, I hope they're losing sleep over it because they have done so many convoluted things. Now let's talk about the censorship that happened to Unsafe Space and to me recently. So last week, we were planning narrative dissonance and all the stuff that goes into that when a year-old video, uh, a coffee break, that originally was on the Ghost of Unsafe Space channel that, and then got moved over to the main channel, um, got a misinformation they don't like about health stuff. Um, and the thing is, though, is that while Carter started the video with a metaphor to help to mitigate the risk of being hit with a misinformation uh, strike, which is a community strike. Uh, unfortunately, um, once his co-host came on, uh, the, word, the actual coof words were starting to be used. And uh, it was a direct response to current issues. Now, my problem with this strike is that for one thing, it's a year old video. For like almost to the day, by the way, a year old video. Uh, but not only that, the rules on YouTube about misinformation have changed. And I actually, I watched the whole video and I can't tell you based on the current rules that were available when the strike came through, what they violated. I honestly couldn't tell you because as I've said several times on this series, the rules are vague by design. Uh, they do that very specifically to be able to get you. Now, I believe that it that once they started using the real coof words, that's where the meat of the problem probably lied. And especially when they went over the, they did actually look at the PowerPoint slide that talked about the risk to benefit ratio of certain treatments and that questioned whether or not certain treatments were actually effective. Uh, I believe that part may have been the, the most dangerous moment, which is weird because I think it was official government <laughs> information. Um, but that, I mean, people get gigged for things that don't make sense all the time, such as me. So to, today, <laughs> I was on Twitter and I watched a specific video, which I'm going to show to you now. 
Let me speak broadly about Rashida Tlaib. She is a vile, disgusting, horrible, anti-American, communist, awful, <laughs> degenerate, really just... I could go on, but I was thinking, this is the number one show in late night. And right. if I said what I really believe about her, you'd, you'd probably be canceled. So okay. when I was in the green room, I actually wrote down what I think about her on a napkin. And I thought I would just hand it to you. <laughs> and if you read that aloud. Can I share it? If you read oh, that oh, aloud, I... I will never be on Fox again. <laughs> Let me speak broadly about okay. Rashida. So yeah, I watched that. And uh, honestly, I did think it was pretty funny. Uh, hi, uh, Ziburton. I don't know how to say that. Uh, but so I thought this was pretty funny. And but I had a thought over like, I think Dave Rubin is hilarious. I do. I don't agree with everything he says. But I, I do think TZ just say TZ. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I do think he's hilarious. And I and that's one of the reasons why I, I watch him because he makes me laugh. And that's the only thing that's, you know, <laughs> we're, in a comedian, if you make me laugh, that's good. I'm there. So <laughs> but I had a theory over what was on the napkin. So I replied, cunt. I'm guessing it was cunt. I immediately. Now, usually here's the thing you post like you tweet often now and you get, and if you use a swear word, you might get a message that says most people don't, most, you know, Twitter users don't tweet things like this. This whole, please, please be nice bullshit. Um, it's like, hello, we're, we're adults. Uh, but I didn't get that. I sent it and <laughs> I immediately got banned immediately, which suggests to me, this was a uh, algorithm ban. All right. So uh, I violated rule one. I, <laughs> for hateful conduct. All right. And then I appealed it because that's the kind of person I am. I appealed it. And this is what I wrote in my appeal. I did not call anyone, uh, call anyone any names. The tweet that got me into trouble was me guessing what Dave Rubin had written on a napkin on a Fox show. I believe he wrote cunt. I wasn't calling anyone a bad name, nor was I endorsing his possibly doing so. When I taught English composition at a university, we talked about swear words in the classroom and used them to talk about them. Talking about swear words means using them for clarity, swear words are also cultural. While cunt is considered extremely offensive in the U.S., not to me personally, even though I am a woman, it is less offensive in the U.K. and Australia. The use of the word alone is not enough to declare a ban. It has to be considered in context. The context was on a global platform wherein people with uneven standards of offense interact and the word was not used against someone either directly or indirectly i did not call a person that by her by name to her or about her to others i did not endorse others calling her that to her or about her to others i guessed 
That is what someone had called her. That is all I did. That is not hateful in and of itself. If your platform believes the use of the word at all is wrong, then you should not allow it to be typed on your platform. This technology is available to you. Chat systems are able to check and change live, quickly entered text and alter it to censor words. If you do not want this word on your platform in any context, I suggest you implement something similar. Your current system of allowing and then punishing sends mixed signals to your users. Either way, my use of the word was not hateful. It was a commentary on its possible usage by someone else with no signal of approval or disapproval. I did not call a person a cunt. All right. In response. Now, <laughs> this is kind of funny because it happened really fast. Everything happened really, really fast. In response. Hello. Our support team has reviewed your account and it appears we made an error. We've determined there was no violation and have restored your account to full functionality. We sincerely apologize for any inconvenience and appreciate you taking the time to submit your appeal request to us. Thanks, Twitter. Boom, victory. <laughs> I am so happy about that uh, because honestly, uh, this, this was the first strike on this account. And um, it was going to be a 12-hour ban. But yeah, that was definitely uh, a journey for me today. Uh, <laughs> and I decided that I would make the show about it today. Because I do want to talk about the fact that we have an issue here where they, uh, they essentially say, uh, you know, you can type it. But if you do, we're going to we're gonna assume the worst. If you have an algorithm that automatically already assumes the worst because I typed that word uh, with no context in mind, uh, the problem with that is that you also could technically prevent me from typing it at all. So this is entrapment. You are different. You are giving me the opportunity to to violate your rules in that regard when you could as a platform, prevent it from happening at all. Now, I don't think they should censor ever, but if you're gonna have rules, you could you could use your technology for, and by the way, I wouldn't suggest this for anything bigger than speech, not action, uh, but to me, I'm sort of like, you're entrapping your users into getting themselves in trouble. That's what you're doing there by uh, both using an algorithm to check it and then allowing it to go forward you know and that was the thing too is that while i said that i did not call anyone a cunt i want to make it absolutely clear i have called people cunts and i would definitely call people cunts if their behavior warranted it i would i i have i am not as afraid of that word as a lot of americans are and especially american women it, you can call me a cunt I would, in fact, suggest you all do so in the chat, but you might get banned for, on YouTube, and I don't want that to happen. You could also do it to me on Twitter, and again, I oh, I would suggest it because it would be funny to me. It would be funny. I wouldn't uh, be upset or anything, but I don't want you to get banned, <laughs> and that's the problem here. Uh, that was the thing. I told that I said that uh, to Carter that I wouldn't mind if anyone called me a cunt, and he said 
very similarly, similarly that my saying that essentially prevents people from calling me one <laughs> because it makes me more likable. Uh, and that's, that's so much true. Like being not so, uh, uh, intense about these words makes you uh, more likable in that regard. But I, I definitely think that we need, like, I am now just starting to be a little bit more um, like, okay, so your algorithm, your bot algorithm is a bit touchy. So now I have to be careful about how I use words. And I don't like doing that. I It's very hard to get a free speech absolutist to... <laughs> change how they talk about things and that like I liked swear words okay I do I swear a lot and I know that a lot of people don't like them um but I can't I, I grew up in a sweary household so like to me a lot of the words that I use they're not that offensive because that was my life and that's part of the that's the crux of this issue which is why I brought up cultural differences in the fact that the word is not offensive to me in my appeal is that offense is subjective. Hate is also subjective. And an algorithm can't tell you whether or not something is hateful or offensive. There is no, there's, we currently have no technology to tell us those things. And we can't trust human beings to tell us whether or not those things are hateful or, or offensive because again, it's subjective. So this is a real problem right now that, that this is why I say it's not hate speech. It's speech you don't, it's speech you hate because it's too subjective. And that is why I got banned in um, misinformation or information you don't like. That's a different issue. Um, I was being hateful. Uh, unsafe space was spreading m misinformation uh, and both those things, uh, first of all, misinformation is also subjective as a term. It's vague purposely. Um, and then the on the offensive side there that I've already explained why that is subjective. So we have a real problem here with um, them deliberate. They, they want to act like everyone has the same idea of what is offensive and what is misinformation. And we are not all on the same page here. And in fact, we're never going to be there. They they want a society wherein they can basically dictate to us what is offensive and what is misinformation. The problem there is that we, that utopia that they want, it's nowhere and it's never going to exist. Uh, and one of the reasons why is because I make a show like this. Other people make their shows. Russell Brand make, has his show. You know, Dave Rubin has his funny clips that, and he goes on shows. It's a serious problem that um, they're never going to stamp us all out. And even if they manage to get us all to shut up for a while, new people will pop up because counterculture is dependent on who's in charge. And counterculture will definitely always exist because it is pretty much a biological imperative of teenagers to revolt against their elders. So I, I do find it kind of like naive and, and and stupid. I almost said the R word, but I have a feeling that's not loud either. <laughs> but I, I do, I, I know that like a lot of you probably have your opinions about whether or not I should have said cunt 
but um, I stand by it because I didn't actually call anyone a cunt. And but if I had, I also think that uh, I shouldn't have been banned. But what do you guys think? I'd like to uh, let me ch take a look at chat now. There's so many of you, and I love uh, some of you getting creative with how you spell things. Uh, real awesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> and this is from Unsafe Space. People also don't want to insult you with a word that you're not offended by. As a bully, it really lessens the effect. Yeah, and I think that's why when uh, people call me pick me or uh, say I have internalized misogyny, I'm not upset either because I'm like, I don't. I, it, the, it kind of falls on deaf ears. If someone were to call me overweight, that would be another one that doesn't have any effect on me. Like, mm. <laughs> Okay, why are you guys talking about KFC? That, that, you say retarded on stream? Okay. <laughs> I know, some people will find that one incredibly offensive now. Yeah, calling people untrue things, that's not the one I wanted, <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> that's true, it doesn't. Like, if some, that's the problem with them calling us racist now and bigots and extremists is that they're untrue. We know they're untrue. So they now it's important to just laugh at those kind of things. I kind of went over that last time uh, or the time before that. I can't remember that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't want to be kicked off a platform, but I also want to be able to say what I want to say. So here's the thing. I, ha I end up playing, we end up playing censorship games. That's what a lot of us end up doing is that like in one of my tweets, I went to follow up on this cunt story, I spelled, I replaced the U with a dash. Like, you know, people end up doing censorship that basically just still shows you what they said in the first place. Um, and maybe I need to start doing that more often, but I really don't like that. What does that say? Can I run my fingers through your cute haircut? <laughs> no, boss, Josh, you cannot. <laughs> Oh yeah, like like a weird spelling of the of fuck. Yes, exactly. Uh, you can't do that in speech, though. You have to. You literally have to change what word. And, and by speech, I mean verbal verbalization, like I am doing right now. You literally have to change what you're saying. Uh, and I don't like that. Like in written form, it's actually easier to get away with being more direct on how you uh, censor yourself. To forgo an algorithm catching you, but uh, to get your point across with what word you actually mean. But uh, let's. <laughs> I think that's going to be everything for the day for tonight, though. Uh, not a very long one, but I am very glad that you all joined me. I really appreciated it uh, to hear my funny story. I think this is a triumph, by the way. I do. I think this is good news that an appeal actually was looked at and agreed to. Now, while uh, like unsafe space appeal did not uh, go forward, it was not, it was rejected. I am, uh, <laughs> I am happy that at least one of the appeals that happened in the past week 
did go forward and was agreed to. Uh, I want, I would like to see more of that. And in fact, I would like to see less um, automatic, you know, strikes on for, for people. I, I I don't think it's fair. I think most of them are bullshit. Uh, most of the ones that I've experienced have not been honest. That includes copyright strikes. That includes censorship strikes. Censorship is what I call the hate speech stuff. It is just censorship. But, um, you know, like, I don't see how any of these so far have been really fair. And um, I and especially because they're applied unevenly. We know that. Yes, uh, Beverly, uh, in the appeal, the question was what exactly did, was said in the video that was misinformation. Essentially, that was the question. Um, where, like what? And they they rejected it and did not expound on their reasoning at all. So that was pretty um, annoying. I watched the whole thing. I could not tell you directly what was wrong with it. Um, not really. But thank you guys so much. Let's talk about what's going on for the rest of the week. We have a, um, and, and by the way, I guess I will, before I get into the shows, I will say this. Tell, when you get it, when you get a, uh, a, a censorship ban on something, appeal it. Don't just leave it. And don't just do what they asked you to do. Find a way to appeal it somehow. Um, because those things stack up towards a ban. That's what I just want to be clear on that. I do think you should always try to get it appealed. Um, but now let's talk about the shows. So we have a pre-recorded Rebel Civics tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific or 12 p.m. Eastern, depending on where you are. A live Dangerous Thoughts at 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific or 8 p.m. Eastern. And then Token Minority Report on Thursday for um, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, <laughs> Beverly and I are trying to get through the Elvis movie. Uh, it's not going well. Uh, but thank you guys so much. If you could like, share, subscribe, I would really appreciate it. Just walk your fingers over there. Yeah, the Elvis movie is, ugh, like, really, it, it is, guys. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around until the end. If you're new to Unsafe Space, check out our deep content library that includes discussions with everyone from James Lindsay to Brett Weinstein. And please consider helping to fund our work by visiting unsafespace.com donate. You can find us on a variety of social media platforms, and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space Discord server which is open to financial supporters at any level. We hope to see you there. Warning, this is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. It would be better for your health if you forgot what you just heard. That should be easy for someone of your intelligence. The following co-conspirators are hereby ordered to watch CNN. 
Experts agree that 87,000 new tax collectors will make inflation feel like less of a problem. I think we can agree that the FBI's track record speaks for itself. If you think about it, only government-sanctioned experts should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice Curtis. Never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.